T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now welcome back into beers on us with mike lynch and patrick harris thank you guys so much for listening this is uh, 2020 freshies number two number two Derek Derek cheetah number two um, we have two fresh hot beers in front of us today. We'll be drinking them and talking about them as well as our weekend beer, just kind of throughout the little uh, episode here. And then also today is week three of trying beer of the week in our beer of the week segment. It's going to be what day 22, I believe yes. seven days from last week, which was day 15. So day 22, if that's how math works, I think so. It may be day 21 because we had this weird discussion of day zero <laughs> or day one and it really confused me yesterday. I'm just going to go ahead and ignore that. Okay. I'm it, cool with 22. I'm was, good with 22. It was 8, 20, 15, and 22. Cool. That's what we're doing. So it's day 22 today, so we'll be doing that. Very excited to see if it's changed once again. Uh, I have been good. I only had one beer of the week, and it was the same night that we recorded the podcast. Me too, Michael. I yes. keep opening my fridge, and I've got like 10 in my fridge, and they're just chilling. Mm. I'm probably going to have five of them tonight. <laughs> now, last week I told you I was going to drink a four pack. I think I only drank one when I got home. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, sometimes well, I was kind of looking at it. And I'm like, ah, it's running low. Do sometimes your eyes are more? bigger than your stomach. Yeah. And, yeah. Do I want to go buy more? Want to pass me the beer here? I've got a lot here, in Horton, there. Both beers. Sorry. Um, the first one we're going to drink and we'll get to it. Don't worry. Is uh, the Fresh Hop Pilsner from Occidental. Yep. Which we've, uh, we've is this become... our first Fresh Hop Pilsner? Uh, yes, I think so. On this on this pod. I've only had the Breakside Fresh Hop Sterling Pills. I don't think I've really had anything else. I am becoming a quick... I'm quickly becoming a, quite the fan of Occidental. I wish... Well, you already uh, were kind of a I fan. Always, I already were. I always kind of have been. They were kind of my gateway into loggers in this town uh, years and years and years ago. And before this whole COVID hit, we were setting up to go do an episode mm-hmm, from there. So mm-hmm. at some point, we'll go back. And I even want to just go out there and drink, but now, you know, you can't breathe. Smoke! <laughs> you can't do anything. Hooray! So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i know we we got to talk about that too because i feel i feel so bad for all the businesses and this is breweries but everybody else too so you're finally open again in a capacity that makes sense with covid right everyone's got their, their you figured it their out street seating yes. and their new patios and your to-go orders mm-hmm. everything has been figured out kind of dialed in we're like okay we can make it and now we're in day nine ish eight or nine of hazardous air quality in a row <laughs> And everyone's been closed again. Some places have been open and then closed, and some are open again today. Uh, today is Thursday the 17th, for those who are listening a little bit later. Um, hopefully, by tonight or tomorrow, 
we'll be back to being somewhat better. Tonight, thunderstorms, which is not a good thing for fires, but rain, positive. And then Friday and Saturday, also supposed to be rain. So hopefully, we're at the end of it. Yeah, and the scary thing is, too, like, you know, everyone's been talking about it. It's this, it's this, you know, no pun intended, it's this dark cloud kind of hanging over everybody. What happens when we get into northwest fall and northwest winter where that outdoor seating is less desirable? And if it's not covered, and especially if it's not, well, if it's not heated and especially if it's not covered, what are you going to do now? And so everybody was kind of like, we're going to look at September and we're just going to power through this month. We're going to hold on outside as long as we possibly can. And then the smoke came. And then the smoke came. So it's like, I think about, you know, I think about Ecliptic's outdoor seating. I really love how they set it up. And I've kind of been, I haven't been there in a while, but when this, when things Out of all the places I've seen, it's the best setup. Yeah. When things first started opening up, I was all about the Ecliptic setup. But if it starts raining, like they have umbrellas at the table, but you're going to get wet. I mean, I would say you could do one of those like large event slash, I don't know, carnival is the right word, but just a big tent mm-hmm. that's open on the both sides. Right, but then people get worried about the in, the air not circulating. and. But that's why you have openings. Right, right. It's but just, you're covered from the rain. Yeah, it's just all those little factors pile up, pile up, pile up. And I haven't, I mean, I'm sure people are thinking about it behind the scenes, but I haven't really heard anybody even off the record tell me this is our plan. I think because nobody's really knows. Yeah, yet. I think I think everyone's kind of just waiting it out. Um, all right, so you can find this podcast most Ooh, places like you can find works. podcasts. You can find it at uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio.com, TennyToTheFan.com, Stitcher Omni. Uh, wherever you find us, subscribe, rate, review. If you haven't yet, it helps us out. And then download the episodes, too, because uh, download numbers are important. And then uh, you can find us on social media, Instagram.com slash beers on us. A lot more of you seem to be following us on, the, on there, which is cool. Yeah, I've been seeing more, like, likes. Yeah, more, more likes, likes on posts, more from handles, messages from handles I don't recognize. Uh, more messages that we've been getting. Uh, so if you're new to the podcast, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, we're in year three now, very beginning of year three, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to do so far. So thanks for for hopping aboard and joining us. And uh, get it, hop. <laughs> I love it. Sorry. Anyway. Anyway. That was not intentional, which is why I reacted the way I did. Personal pages. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick is at PDD085 on Instagram. The weekend beer for us. Mine was interesting. I went and uh, went a little overboard. I went to uh, Market of Choice and I normally go get like four for myself, right? I wound up with eight. (laughs) (laughs) Whoopsies. And and, uh, I just, I, I walked around and I picked the beers I wanted. And I didn't see any fresh hops, and I was like, well, that's interesting. And then I found at the other side of the the beer section in a corner where the table was all the fresh hop, and I was like, ah. I was Ah. like, I'm going to go put some back, and then I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) So I wound up with eight beers. I had two fresh hops. I had the Levels Fresh Hop Northwest IPA and the Little Beasts, uh, I believe it's called Green Keeper. It was was a fresh hop American IPA, not not a hazy, but, you know, just kind of a more – malt forwardy IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the Little Beast Maiden West IPA. I had the Chichichella Mexican Style Lager, which we've had before. I had Crux's Shakeside Stout. I had Melvin Brewing's Asian Style Imperial Lager, I think it was. And I had... Uh, Must be a boozy rice lager. Uh, basically. I had uh, Black a is boozy Beautiful for a lager. from Threshold, and then I had a Punk Rock Time. So the way I labeled it was uh, some fresh hops, some old reliable, and some brand new is, cool. is what I did. Uh, my favorite beer of the bunch, 
was the Black is Beautiful. I had never heard of Threshold, and then after I had the beer, I Googled them, and they're in Portland, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I feel like Threshold is one of the newer breweries, um, like, assembly. Um, I mean, Montevilla's older, but they're kind of, like, kind of all shifting to the east side and kind of building their own little... Not brewery blocks per se, but little like mini community. little mini community kind of out in East Portland of some some newer, getting more recognition brewery. It was a mole style imperial stout, and which sounds terrifying to me. I'm not the biggest mole fan. Uh, I do like mole a lot. I mean, I, I love traditional Mexican food, but uh, mole is not my jam. That was the best Black is Beautiful I've had of all of them, and I've had a That's lot of awesome, them over, man. over the over the course of the last month or so. Um, that's been my favorite one. It it just stood out. It was unique. It was delightful. And I was very, very happy with it. So shout out to you guys, Threshold. I know nothing about you, but that was a great start for me because that was a great beer. Uh, I also really enjoyed the Maiden West IPA from Little Beast. I know that IPAs aren't their forte necessarily. I know they do a lot of sours and kind of the like saison kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was solid. That's great. As a West Coast IPA, it was solid. Um, of course, Punk Rock Time and the Cella were... Did you have a regular punk rock time? I did, yes. Uh, We we know they're great, right? right? But you had the fresh hop last night. I did. Let's not jump the gun. We're not into the fresh hop portion Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. God! I also really like the Melvin beer a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Asian-style lagers. It's just not a style that I like that much. And I'm starting to really dig them. But for some reason, that one, maybe because it was imperial mm. versus uh, just like a regular rice lager, it kind of added a little oomph to it for me, a little depth, a little richness. I liked it a lot. And I'd never heard of Melvin before. I actually had heard of them. I know you had mentioned them once mm-hmm. before, but I've never had a beer from They're them. big IPA bros. Well, this was really good. Uh, cool can art and uh, really cool. So I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh rest of the beers I had were, you know, nothing, nothing bad or anything, but just nothing that really stood out to me. I thought the Shakeside Stout from Crux was interesting. It was... A mix between a milk stout and a dry Irish stout. Oh, and they talked about it on the can how so they were a little nutty but a little creamy. It was it was very dry, but mm. it was lighter because it was a milk stout. Interesting. Uh, it was good. It just was a little too dry. It was kind of my my takeaway from it. Where I kind of I would have liked a little bit more of the milk stout to come through, mm-hmm. but the kind of dry Irish thing really kind of dominated, which overpowered what I was looking for in the beer. Not bad. Just not exactly what I was expecting. Uh, out of the two fresh hops, the the little beast one was better, um, but neither of them were particularly standoutish to me. I think I'm noticing that a lot with fresh hops so far this year is that it's very s- subtle nuances, not a lot of big overarching changes to the beer, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so they were fine, but just nothing uh, nothing over the top for me. But yeah, I really really liked that threshold black is beautiful. So if you like mole and you like imperial stouts, go find that. At- a try. Yeah, get some Threshold. Go give it a try and find it. That's words. Threshold is definitely on my list of breweries, not just that I want to go to, but breweries that I think would be great for this podcast. You know, I think going to Threshold, going to Montevilla, um, I mean, hell, I'll even throw the Ruse Boys into that because they're still young like those guys are, you know. Going I down think, to Chicha. <laughs> going down to Chicha, yeah. I think I think those are those are kind of in this this tier of newer breweries that I think would be really fun to, like, Talk to brewers, talk to owners, and try some of their small batch stuff. Kind of like what we did with Brewery 26 a couple exactly. months ago. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I want to do that exact same thing. Uh, my week in beer, I actually had one, which is exciting. I went to John's Marketplace on Powell because I hadn't been to that spot yet. I have not been to that one. Um, it, I have, I've never been to a John's Marketplace. So that When you said that to me yesterday, I went, you've never been to the Multnomah one? I'm just a North Portland kid for life. <laughs> I mean, I've got like, there's like 15 bottle shops between my place and, and Multnomah Village, so I've just never had the chance to get down there. But I had a wild hair and just 
I think we got done on the pod, doing the podcast, and I was like, you know what? We're kind of off Powell over here. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check it out. And I picked up some beers. I picked up the um, the Cerveza Negra from Chicha, which is their dark lager. I haven't had it yet, um, but I did pick it up because I posted it. It's that was the f- one we had first, right? That was the first Chicha beer we had in the podcast. Is it? I think that's what I brought in originally. Oh, dang, cool. Then I'm excited to revisit that because clearly I don't remember that. <laughs> um, I took your suggestion. You had that Mount Tabor IPA. Yes. And I went there and I grabbed the IPA. It was a little older than I wanted it to be. But I found a pale ale that was fairly fresh. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. I thought it was great. Um, you know, I was I was kind of sipping on it with some friends, and so I wasn't really kind of like diving into it. You know, I couldn't really tell you, oh, it had this great finish or the malt character, the balance, blah, blah, blah. But I remember thoroughly enjoying that beer. Um, and then I had a couple not so friendly beers to my palate mm. in the Yahats first responder session IPA mm-hmm. or the Fort George's farmers annuary beers. They okay. just, they just didn't talk to me and in a way that I, that I unfortunately don't have reasons why it just, it just, it just didn't work. Yeah. I don't know if it was a re- it seemed more recipe driven to me of like, this just is not playing with my palate well enough. And yeah, so I didn't care for those very much. Happens. It happens. See, that's what that's what I said. Don't let it stop you from being experimental when you go to these places. And that's why I'm. You're going to find beers that you're not going to like, and that's okay. You're pushing me, you know, and I'm I'm trying to think outside the box and try things I would never try before. So I gave those a shot. Um, I had the the last one I got from there was Ferments Fresh Hop Strata IPA. Ooh, that sounds delightful. I poured it. It looked like a hazy. But it wasn't thick like a hazy, okay. so I was kind of thinking like I've seen some of our breakside haze, uh, fresh hops of non-hazy beers have a little haze to them. Block fifteen, similar situation. So I didn't think anything about it. I tasted it. The hop character is really great, but it definitely drank like a hazy. Mm. I think if you're a hazy fan out there, I think let me back that up. If you're a West Coast and a hazy fan, you might really like this. Because I think it had great hop character, but was still soft and juicy like a hazy would be. Not enough bitterness for my picky palate, you know. Uh, but for it tasting and drinking like a hazy, I I I, I liked it. Cool. I, I, I saw that it. in your picture, and I was like, ferment strata. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and, Although everyone's doing strata and now. The, yeah, and then so. there's the strata thing, of course. Um, last night I drank uh, Nelson. I like Nelson. to think that we started that trend slightly before <laughs> all the fresh hops. <sighs> Still that idea from Breakside. <laughs> um, seen a lot of Strata Fresh Hop this year. Um, I also, last night I had Nelson, 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 uh, which obviously is a Nelson Sauvin uh, forward IPA from Block no. 15. And you don't even like the, the New Zealandy hops, <laughs> no, right? No, I do. Oh. Yeah, I'm all about the Southern Hemisphere. I thought a little while ago, X amount of months ago, you said that that, that region of hops wasn't speaking to you very well. Oh, that doesn't sound like me. Maybe it's because Galaxy's from there, right? I don't care for Galaxy. Maybe that's where the conversation started. Yeah, but I like a lot of those, a lot of that other Southern Hemisphere stuff. Raquel, Waimea. Okay. Um, Nelson, if used correctly. Maybe I was just kind of extrapolating a dislike for Galaxy into like all yeah, the hops I, I, I don't, I don't care for that. that. Maybe I just don't care for how people use Galaxy. Um, so where was I? Nelson, I Nelson, 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 Nelson. Like... The most 
stankiest, dankiest marijuana meets vegetative IPA. It was it was a little bit of a challenge to get. So through. you're saying I would have loved it. I enjoyed it, but it was it was intense. It was very intense. So not I loved it. Uh, balance was is not a word I would use to describe this beer, but a very aggressive hop. Um, that I thought was kind of that I thought was kind of cool. I got a Blocktoberfest in the fridge that I need to get to as well. Uh, and speaking of fest beers, the, my beer of the week that I had that I just was blown away by is uh, Wayfinders uh, Freeheit. Freeheit. Okay. Freight. How do you spell it? F R E I H E I T. Okay. Sure. Anyway, it's Freite. Anyway, it's their fest beer. I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it's it's their fest beer and fests are easily in my top 5 of lagers. I mean, it probably goes Vienna Hellas Fest for me of my favorite styles of lagers. Uh this beer was incredible. I it, I absolutely crushed it. I had to go buy another one. Um, it's not over the top malty. It's got a really nice lager body with just a complimentary balanced flavor of that 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 malt character you get in a fest. And I'm really excited because that's where we are right now. We're in fest kind of season, yep. which kind of flies under the radar because we're in fresh hop season. Um, but I loved it so much that I got another can of it in the fridge right now, and I'm probably going to go buy some more. Cool. That sounds like a good week in beer to me. Yeah. Uh, if you guys had a week in beer that you enjoyed or a specific beer you think we should go find, uh, let us know. Instagram.com slash beers on us. You can send us a DM and uh, we will see it there. I'm also really excited to kind of hijack this for a second. I'm I'm co-hosting the OMSI Virtual Brew Fest tomorrow. on Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Friday. Um, Friday the 18th. Friday the 18th. Uh, it's sold out um, and it was sold out. I once I got offered this, it was already sold out. Otherwise, I'd have pumped it on this. Um, and I'm not sure if you can just go to it, but the tickets you bought were like 45 bucks, and they gave you 10 beers uh, that you're gonna drink along with us. And I mean, it's heavy hitters. It's Wayfinder, Von Ebert, Breakside, Monkless, Berlick, Little Beast, Ninkasi, Sun River, Worthy, and Stormbreaker. Cool. So I'm really excited. And you're the host, and I'm one of the hosts. You're yeah. the MC. Yeah. There's uh the the there's I'm doing it along with this woman who works for OMSI. So it's her, and then I'm the beer guy. And, yeah, it should be fun. I mean, it's like Wayfinder Hell, Von Ebert Pilsner, mm. um, a Hazy from Sun River that I'm optimistic about because I do think those guys do stuff really well. Um, it's Berlick's Dream Life, their farmhouse ale, which I don't know if I've ever had. I've never heard of it. Because I don't – I mean, I've seen it packaged. They definitely have done it multiple times, but I don't gravitate towards that style. So I'm excited to have it. There's a new IPA out from Ninkasi that I'm interested in to try. Okay. And then Lights Out Stout is an old school worthy stout that I've definitely enjoyed. I enjoy that one. Yeah. And uh, we all know how you feel about Stormbreaker's uh, Opaca Stout. Yes. So that's in this very, too. very good. Yeah. So stout. it's cool. And the Breakside's the wheat beer, which is going to be different. And Little Beast has a sour with passion fruit. One. Uh, it should be really cool. I'm really excited. That is, I asked you when you came in. I was like, "Can I watch that?" And you're like, ah, "I don't think so." Well, I don't know. I don't know that answer. Um, I will. I'm doing a uh, a run through today. And I will ask if people, if random people can just watch it. And if the answer is yes, I will post that on our Instagram page. Sounds good. So it's Friday, tomorrow, the September 18th at 7-ish p.m. I'm just excited to work with OMSI. 
I'm just uh, excited that you got to be like you're an official like voice of beer. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it should be a cool a cool opportunity to kind of pump this podcast, pump my brand. Uh, a big shout out to Tony Roberts on that one. Tony is the one who hooked me up with that friend of the uh, pod, friend of the pod, guest of the pod, guest former the guest pod. of the pod. Um, great, great, great human being. Oh yeah, that's a great pump the podcast, man. That's what I'm there for. I am Patrick Harris, co-host of Beers on Us podcast. And bar manager at Brigside Brewery. I was like, will you please make my title this and put the podcast first? So hopefully we gain some listeners. We gain some listeners from Berlick. Um, so thank you to, the, to those of you that have supported us through Berlick. And uh, hopefully, you know, Omzi opens some more doors for us. I this so. stupid little podcast, man, might be catching on, baby. It might be. Look, sometimes you just keep plugging away. That's You got a nose to the, grind, to the ground and just... Keep Power going. Through. And uh, also, one final note before we get to the beer in front of us. Also, I had to stop drinking it because I almost finished it. <laughs> uh, it's really good. Um, is the Chainbreaker White IPA from Deschutes mm. is good, dude. <laughs> it's good. I don't know if I'm going to have one. It's, it's just not my style. It, what's interesting is I had it when I first moved to the city. Because mm-hmm. I, I have I said this on the podcast before, Deschutes in the Pearl was my first brewery that I went to. That's your that's your Oregon gateway. It is. It's my gateway brewery, and I had that. I think my first or second time going there because I got a taster tray, mm-hmm. and I had their classics, and that was used to be under their classics. An old school Mike drinking a a Belgian style white IPA is like, what the hell is this? Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what I thought about it then, dude. It's good. Okay. I, 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 I cracked the first one, I want to say, on Saturday this past week. You bought a six-pack? Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, I was at the supermarket. I'm just saying that's that's a bold step, man. I buy single cans unless <laughs> I know this thing's about to pop. It was, uh, it's good. All right. And you know what else I had? I got a text from one of our podcast listeners, uh, Dieter, P1 Dieter. P1 Dietz. Uh, he has been heavily affected by the fires. Oh. Um, Shout out, brother. Be good. I, I think his shop is still standing. Okay. But his shop was in uh, one of the towns right on the border mm. of the fire. And uh, I don't remember the town. I want to say it's like Lyons or something like that. But that okay. was like, w- he lives in Silverton area and he works gotcha. down there. Uh, he texted me this the the other day, if I can find it. Um, my home bar opened today after being closed since Monday. Taps were apt, so I had my first mirror pond and also Black Butte in probably well over a decade from the bottle ice bath. At ice bath. They were great awesome i was not expecting that that's great that's good to hear it's like it's part of that conversation we've had before of like don't forget about the guys who are still doing it right who haven't sold out to big beer right um just just check the date just check the date make sure you're drinking fresh it's still good beer yes uh last thing since you're doing a shout out i forgot to do the shout out Uh, i had a wonderful conversation uh the other day with the messenger Mm. saw him at uh at work and i was i was early to work to get some stuff done and then i couldn't get some stuff done because of blah 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 and uh, i was able to sit down and <clears throat> chat with him uh about future things that i am working on we still have two in the box as down here we as do. well <clears throat> he's uh, going to he's going to westbrook he's going to westbrook he's going yeah he's oh, he's, he's about to take a little trip and he said he's going to stop <laughs> said he's going to stop at Westbrook, and he, I think he's also. I think he said he's also going to uh, Bierstadt in Denver as well. Maybe he'll be proud. I uh, sent my parents uh, eight beer of the weeks, safely arrived. Nice, no issues. Nice, all right. <laughs> uh, I, I, sorry, sorry, I didn't send them beer of the week. I sent them olive oil. Yes, wink, live wink. yeast samples. <laughs> <laughs> olive oil. 
It was very, very, uh, it got there safely and they tried it and enjoyed the beer. So that was good. How Jersey, New York of you. And neither of them were uh, at all IPA fans, but they're like, oh, it's good. It's drinkable. I know. My mom's going to take a sip and be like, wow, this is amazing. I'll be like, mom, you haven't had a beer in two decades. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So enough rambling. Let's ramble some more. We got fresh hop in front of us. Yes, sir. I, I, I'm sorry. I almost drank the entire thing. I had to stop, so I had a little bit left to sip on it. And uh, Occidental Fresh Hop Pilsna I is just, what we're drinking I here. I just combed their Instagram account, and I'm pretty sure these are from Goshi Farms, but I could not find what they are. Well, I will say this. Uh, I love this beer. Mm-hmm. And I think what the fresh hop is bringing... Is a sweetness that wasn't that wouldn't be there normally in a pilsner. Mm-hmm. It adds a brightness and a sweetness immediately to your sip, and then you kind of get the the easy, uh, easy pilsner finish throughout the rest of the thing, the rest of the sip. But it is very, very bright and sweet at the beginning, and I like that. I get I get some really cool kind of fruit action out of that, and. That's kind of what I've seen in a lot. I think lot that's of, the sweetness I'm getting. I think that's what I've seen a lot this year in terms of when people are fresh hopping non-hop forward beers. Although one could argue the way we make pilsners in the Northwest is a little hop forward <laughs> in a different kind of way. I'm not sure you need to argue that. I think that's just the truth. <laughs> Spitting facts. Um, yeah, that I'm getting. I've been getting. That's what I've been really excited about the fresh hop kind of lagers is that I'm getting this like really cool kind of fruit character into it, little watermelony, um, little guava y, and I think that's kind of fun. It's just it, it changes the beer a little bit. Mm-hmm. It adds it adds a little bit more complexity to it. Yeah, and it it just makes thing makes it outside of the box. It's a nice refresh because um, I've been I'm kind of the opposite of you in a lot of the fresh hop beers that I have drank. I'm getting really kind of heavy hop character in my mouth. <clears throat> like you were saying, you're getting a lot more subtlety and stuff. I would agree with you. I think I think the fresh punk rock time. Which I had yesterday for I, the first time. I, I think was excellent because it's just like, I don't know how long contact time is on these fresh hops in that in that beer, but it was it just gave it that little extra pop instead of this just like, bam, kind of right in your face. It was a little softer. Um, a lot That's of what we said. Yeah, yeah, softer. Punk rock time is a very like bitter West Coast IPA. And bitter, it, positive way, balanced. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a, a lot of hop character, uh, right off the top. And this kind of mellowed it out slightly. Like you took the sip, and it was like, oh, okay, I can see what's going on here. Uh, so yeah, I've I've had a lot of those experiences. The level Northwest IPA that I had, that was fresh hop, and the Little Beast one that I had were also very subtle changes. I don't I mean, think. I've... Did you think? Did you think Elliot from Ex Novo was subtle? Yes. Oh, because I didn't. I mean, I I thought it was Compar- less comparatively comparatively compared to years past. Yes, but I think the least subtle one, aka the most resinous and dank, was the migration. I was just about to say I had one last night. I I got done with the Nelson Nelson Nelson. Was like I'm gonna have one more beer. And you went from dank and resinous to dank and resinous. Yeah, and I opened <laughs> it, and I it was all. It, it's nothing against migration by any means, but I only got halfway through it, mostly because it was time to go to bed and I'd been drinking enough. But it was just kind of like, ah, uh, I need, I like, I'm gonna brush my teeth twice tonight, <laughs> just because I don't want to like wake up like with my mouth sewn shut. I just, I've, I, ever since that first Fresh Hop episode we did when we had that original Elliot, mm-hmm. not the original, but original to mean, me, the first time we did Fresh Hop, um, and it was just like. I was drinking marijuana. Mm-hmm. It was super dank. I was like, this is incredible. Like, what am I having? It was so vegetal. I was like, this is grass. Yeah. And it was cool. And 
I think I just prefer that in my fresh hop beers. Maybe that's just weird of me. Uh, maybe this is a more skillful, nuanced way to include fresh hops in mm. your beers by not having it be over the top. But for some reason, maybe it's the stout lover in me. I just love that being bowled over with the flavor. You do like the rich flavors. And I think, I mean, I think that's something that is great for our relationship in this, in terms of this podcast, is that I don't love those rich flavors. So it kind of balances out. Wait till you drink that, uh, you know, not to sound like a honk here, but wait till you drink that Fresh Hop Wanderlust. Mm. That thing is... It's in my fridge now. That thing is wild good. Okay. Yeah. I I I don't care who made that beer. That beer is awesome. <laughs> that beer turned out really, really good. Uh, so the, the second one we got in front of us here is uh, Fort George's... I can't see the name of it. It's just Fresh IPA. Fresh IPA. Wet Hop India Pale Ale. Wet Hops. Fresh Hops. Same thing. We're basically kind of the same thing, although there are new tricks and trades going on right now. Uh, this is from Indie Hops. Um, I don't know that hop farm. Uh, we have another strata on our hands. Okay. Um, and I'm really hoping this is cool because I didn't love the last Fort George beer I had. Uh, Just saying. Yeah. No offense. So this one is a little bit more up my alley from the first sip I had. The nose is incredibly vegetal. Almost a little uh, Simcoe diesel-y a little bit in the mm. nose. Um, it's not Simcoe, but uh, it kind of has that effect in it a little bit. Um, this is a much more flavorful fresh hop IPA. This probably is out flavoring the migration one too, in terms of how extreme it's hitting with the fresh hop. Um, I think it's enjoyable. I think it's enjoyable. It's a little, it's, I'm getting a lot of that Simcoe like, uh, side effect though. Mm -hmm. Like a little bit of the diesel-y, a little bit of like the, the like uh car shop flavor, you know, that we talked about in the original Simcoe episode where I just didn't know what you were ex describing, but I kind of get it now. Yeah. I'm getting that in there. I don't, maybe it's the strata just with the way they did. It kind of also brings that flavor sometimes. Cause you've said the strata kind of plays well with others. Yep. So I wonder <clears throat> if maybe, maybe there is some Simcoe in here and it's just not on there. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I think this beer finishes really cool. This beer is complex. Mm -hmm. It kind of, there's a little roller coaster there. The middle, I can't, the mouthfeel is is totally fine. I dig the mouthfeel, um, and I, I like the finish. I can't quite put my finger on what I'm tasting in the middle. It feels a little, I don't know, a little all over the place. I not, like, not in a bad way, per se, but in a way that I just can't quite put my finger on what I'm tasting. I like the softness of the front of the sip. I don't love the aroma. Which is very similar to the softness we got with the Punk Rock Time mm -hmm. Fresh Hop yesterday. Uh, but it changes pretty drastically. You're right into the middle. I also am struggling with the middle of the palate. You're right. It's got a good finish. It's got a good front end. I like the nose. Yeah. But that's just, I like that strong flavor mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, the middle's interesting. It's like confused. It's, it's, and again, it's not a bad thing. It's just a lot of the times when you have an IPA, you kind of have a natural progression through the sip. Right. And it changed, you know, whatever beer you're having changes that progression, but there's a progression nonetheless. This one's almost as if you take your smell and it's intense. And then you take your sip and it's soft. And then it gets intense again, I guess, in mm -hmm. the middle. And then it finishes, I don't know, less intense. It's, it's confusing me. That's all. It's just confusing me. But um, I like it. Uh, I've, I've been with you the last few Fort George beers I've had. Not my favorites. Unless it's that Sunrise Oatmeal Pale. That beer I, is hot fire. I haven't had that, that one. That beer is awesome. It's in an orange can, six-pack, 12-ounce. That beer is great. But well, we had the three-way 
on the podcast, which not I mean, we, built for us. No, but look, we, I mean, we talked about it, and then I had one other one. I think I had their cathedral tree this year, which we had in the podcast last mm, year, which yeah. we kind of liked. Not quite as good this year to me. Okay. Um, this one is good. I like this. All there's right. something in the middle that's confusing me, and it's confusing you too. But I like the I like that there's a little bit more of a dankness to it. Cool. I like it. All right, there's our fresh hop beers. We got Fort George's Fresh IPA and the Occidental Fresh Hop Pilsner. Uh, we got two more we're going to do in our final episode next week. They're both already in the fridge. Uh, do I tease it or sure. do we save it? Uh, we've got the gigantic The Last Simcoe Fresh Hop IPA. Which I'm a sucker for Star Wars. It is a Star Wars reference. And then we have a Sun River Fresh Hop Strata, mm-hmm. which I'm ex- incredibly excited for. Me too. Um, so that'll be next week in our final 2020 Freshies episode. Uh Whatever fresh hops that you've had that we haven't talked about yet, I feel like we've done a pretty good job of finding most of them. Yeah, like um, I've been kind of tasting some and kind of holding off on ones that I thought would be fun to do for here. Like this fresh hop pilsner has been in my fridge for maybe a week or so, and I'm just like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. It's for the podcast. Go and clean. Don't touch it. <laughs> you know, because, yeah, because like we taste them. I don't know if we we haven't really wanted to like try them and then bring them on the pod. We're right. trying to do them fresh. Yes. Uh, like we both had the October fresh. I liked it this year as much as last year. You were a little less on it. I had the Zoigel, uh I think it was a Kolsch, fresh Kolsch, Kolsch or something. Yeah. That was good too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if we've missed any that we haven't talked about that you've liked a lot, let us know. Instagram.com slash beers on us. Send us a DM. All right. Here we it go. It's time. It's time, baby. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. <laughs> Just kidding. It's time for Beer of the Week, day 22. Beer of the Week is next on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time. Drumble on top of the can, please. Day 22 of trying Beer of the Week. Our collaboration beer with Barrelick Brewing. Drink! I'm going to cut you off right now. I'm so jacked to drink this beer right now. I haven't had this beer in seven days. Me neither. And I find that a bunch of bull beep. <laughs> you do, but you don't because you understand why we have rules. Science sucks. That's why I have a degree in liberal arts. And without rules, we'd have chaos. Chaos on your palate. It's just so pretty coming out of the can. Yeah, it is. It's just pretty. It's a pretty can. It's a pretty beer. It tastes pretty good, too. We've had good reviews on this, dude. It's been nice. It's been nice. Do you want to uh, share that uh, it's going to be a certain amount left? And, uh, you know, and... uh, Sure. uh, Yeah. We talked to our good friend, Nick, who gave us kind of a status update. This beer is now pulled. It is now only for uh, delivery only, so they can keep track of uh, inventory, because it's getting low. I believe he said they have five cases left. Yes. Um... So if you want any more home delivery only. Sign up for their home delivery. It's really cool. And they just canned their Fresh Hop ESB, which they haven't done in a little bit, which I am absolutely obsessed with. I'm hoping that when I drink it, I can actually like drink it and enjoy it and not just have the placebo of loving that beer in years past and just loving that style in general. Uh, so I'm really excited. So pick, a, pick yourself up four pack of that, a four pack of beer of the week. A four-pack of the uh, East Side Fresh Hop Pilsner, and then a four-pack of the Fresh Hop Punk Rock Time. You got yourself a flat right there, baby. And you're happy, and you got a ton of beer need, for the next three days. I think you need two more four-packs for a flat. But anyway, you choose the other two. Well, get the Noble Stout, and um, 
just get a regular punk rock time. Yeah. Or get like their chill. Oh, I love that beer. Is that that's like a Hellas, right? That's the Hellas. Yeah. Get Wait, the chill. Is chill the Vienna Lager? No, I think it's the Hellas. Chill is the Hellas. You and me is the Vienna Lager. You got options, guys. You got lots of options. They make great beer. They do. They make awesome beer. Why do you think we partnered with them? They're great. They're, they're like, awesome people too. They're great people. Yeah. We love them. We do love them. Love. Heart. All right, so Beer of the Week. For those of you that are just joining us right now. Day 22. Day 22 of this West Coast IPA that the wonderful, wonderful folks at Berlick made for our two-year anniversary, featuring Strata, Mosaic, and Simcoe hops. Just a classic West Coast IPA, and we've been drinking this over the last few weeks to kind of see how the hops evolve, as they traditionally do in IPAs. Um, it is something that at, at times in the beginning, you can get kind of a very green, undeveloped flavor, and then it'll kind of flourish after a few days, and then the hops are the first thing to drop off. I do not anticipate the hops to have dropped off right now. If anything, I expect this beer to be extremely balanced at this point. Well, last week when we had it, that was the word we used, Yep, was balanced. And that's my sweet spot of where I love IPAs, but I still like IPAs in this range. I really don't start to worry about IPAs Until once I month. start knocking past 30 and a, once... Like, in between 30 and 45 is when I start to kind of like, okay, do I know this brewery? Do I trust this brewery? If it's a brewery I trust, I'm probably willing to grab it. If it's a brewery I don't know very well, I'm going to drink it on the closer to 30 than 45. If it gets closer to 45, I might say, uh, I'll try to find it when it's fresh. What's interesting, so I, I found that I really enjoyed day seven, eight when we had it the first time. Because like we've talked about this week and, and other times as well, is I like that really intense, strong flavor. And the hops were like popping in that first week. And last week, you enjoyed it more because it gave you a little bit more balance. I think this is almost swinging back towards day seven-ish in flavor to me a little bit. Um, not completely, but I'm getting on the front end a little bit more hop character than I got last week. Where last week it kind of went a little soft in the beginning and then gave me hop character. Mm -hmm. Now I'm getting hot char hop character, softness, and then a really good fruity back end of the of the taste. It's like really kind of at the, this is my favorite back end sip is mm. this week. Uh, I think you're spot on with that. I think the finish, this is finishing the best yes. it, it, it has. Um, it's quenching. Not that it wasn't quenching before, you know? Like the flavor was so great before. That it like kept kept you wanting more, kept you coming back for more. But right now, I feel like how it finishes is like when you have a nice glass of it, Sprite when it, you're really yeah, thirsty. Yeah, it makes me need another. You know, mm -hmm. it's like Grant Hill is in, is dancing on this glass, saying, "You know, you need some Sprite." <laughs> when I was a kid, that's all I ever wanted to be. I wanted to be on a Sprite. You wanted commercial. to be a tiny Grant Hill. No, I wanted to be in a Sprite commercial because, because... you were already tiny. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Is that a bald joke? Um, when I, yeah, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be in a Sprite commercial because Grant Hill was in a Sprite commercial, you know, and it's like, that's how you know you made it. Penny Hardaway was in a Sprite commercial. Uh, and I drank Sprite as a kid because I loved NBA. I love basketball. You know, this is before my love of baseball really flourished. Uh, when I was a kid, I loved basketball and all I ever wanted to do is be in a Sprite commercial. So I drank Sprite all the time. So you're spot on with that. I feel the same way about this beer. Like not only is the flavor... Not only is the flavor great, but I think in previous weeks we went back to it and drank more because the flavor was so good. You know, this now is just like, oh, I'm finished with this sip and I need to take another sip. 
because my mouth is like, oh, you need a sip. It's, it's It feels a little drier, yep. which I think is nice. Um, I prefer my IPAs definitely on the drier side of things. This has been pretty fascinating. I didn't. I did not expect to be able to tell this many differences week to week. I think I thought we would see some things that were changing, and I thought it'd be more gradual. Mm -hmm. But what I'm noticing is that every seven-ish days, it's not a different beer, but it's a different experience with the beer. And it's like, if I was rating them in my head, I think day seven is still my favorite because it gave me the most intense flavor of the hops. And you love the rich flavors. Yes. I think this is my second favorite because some of that intense hot punch is back, but it's the 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 finish is so good. And then I would probably go week <clears> two and then I'd go day zero. Day zero it was green. It was really depth of flavor, which I enjoyed. And but... we were just like kids in candy stores sitting on that patio table. Oh, it was great. Um A, we could breathe. And uh, that is true. We could breathe back then. That yeah. was fun. And B, uh, it was before they opened, so COVID wasn't really an, an issue at that point. Yeah. Um but like yeah, it was green. It was you could tell that there was more to come. I liked how depth, how much depth the flavor was on that day because there was a lot of different nuances to it. Um, and, but the this is my second fla second favorite flavor so far. My second favorite week. I think I think the the aroma is a is a touch less. I, I am think, noticing that I the aroma is fading a little. bit. I think bit. the aroma is fading, but I think that's to be expected a little bit. Um. I think the aroma's fading a touch. It's definitely not gone. I mean, you throw your nose in that glass and you're you're gonna smell it, especially that Simcoe. And uh but I love how dry this beer is tasting right now. Um, if you know me, if you listen to this podcast or if you know me personally, one of the biggest things for me is how a beer finishes because I want to I always want to leave on a good note. I'm one of those people that the last bite of my meal is the ultimate bite. You ever do that? Uh, Are you that person? I don't do that. No. Yeah. I I tend because as I'm getting fuller I enjoy it less. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of eat it however I want and then if I'm eating nachos, my last bite has cheese, sour mm. cream, guacamole. If I'm doing meat, I'm doing meat. If it's and it's pico, it's like the ultimate. That's I, the last bite. I'm very good at delayed gratification with a lot of things. Oh, nice. But I when, am not. But when it comes to food, I'm kind of the opposite. It's like if I see that bite you're talking about, that's my first. That's chip. your first. Yeah, I'm going for so it. So I still go for it too, but I try to set myself up that the last, mm. like if I'm eating steak and potatoes and asparagus. Like, my last bite is some kind of combination of, like, it all. Mm, okay. And I think that leads me to, I think, this is my favorite. Okay. I think this is my favorite, and I think it's because... That's interesting. I think it's because what I love about IPAs is how they finish. And this beer right now is so spot on in its finish. My second favorite is kind of aroma. You know, I'm a big finish and a big aroma guy. Mouthfeel, I kind of take for granted a little bit. Mouthfeel is actually probably higher on that list than I realize. It's one of the first things you always mention when we drink beers. Yeah, so it's probably higher on my list than I realize, but I always am really focused on finish and aroma personally. And the aroma is is a touch fading, but it's still there if you throw your nose in it. But the finish is fantastic. Guys, this beer I'll, is still I'll great. It, I'll take it now. How many uh, are you having tonight? Uh, I'm going to kill a four-pack. I think, I think, I think... Well, because, is this the sweet spot for you? This is the sweet spot for me. I thought it'd be last week, but I think it's I think it's right now for me. And the reason I know I will most definitely drink multiples of these tonight is because every time this the finish once I once I swallow and once the kind of the flavor starts to linger starts to like dissipate, I'm like, 
I need a little more. And then I'm going to look and see an empty glass and be like, what time is it? Yeah, I'll just crack another one. <laughs> At that 7%, Guys, this, the beer is good, guys. And if you haven't had a chance to grab it yet, although I feel like if you've listened to the podcast, you probably have it. Um, but if you haven't, get it. Because there's not a lot there, left, like we said. And it, and as and far home as delivery I, and home delivery is easy. You don't have to worry yep. about going there. Just place your order, and they bring it to you. Yep. And you can meet Nick or or I, you know, or, or the rest of the crew. And those guys, they're they're just fantastic. Yes. Uh, and if you catch them on a Friday, they'll be wearing their denim. Denim vest Friday. Or are they just wearing it every day at this point? Uh, I mean, I think Nick tends to rock denim frequently, but it's definitely a Friday tradition. Yeah. All right, well, here you go. There's day 22 of our Beer of the Week through Barrelick Brewing, our collab with them. I'm probably going to keep going on this, just personally. Next week is our last week, quote-unquote, Oh yeah. to, to do this. I'm probably going to hang on to some. And, in terms of the testing of it, In yeah. terms of the testing, I'm probably going to hang on to some and, and keep doing it personally. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's it for us today. Subscribe, Cheers. rate, review wherever you found us. Uh, Barrelick Brewing online. I think it's just barrelickbrewing.com. You can go to their website and do home delivery to get the beer if you'd like. And then uh, Instagram.com slash beers on us. DM us there. Comment at the posts. Tag us in your posts. Whatever whatever it is you want to do to interact with us. Uh, it's been... Uh, the Instagram page has been popping at, at our level, at least, for the last couple of weeks. So keep it going. And uh, for any of you guys that have been reviewing it on Untapped, thank you. It's yeah, at like 4.15 4. <laughs> or 4.2, which I think is pretty solid for that one. Especially website. for not a hazy... A lot of people are leaving good reviews about it. I think one guy who's a listener has been actually tasting it with us and leaving reviews every time he tastes it. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so uh, I think his name is Ben. Uh, so, yeah, keep going. And Repairman Ben? It might be. That's my guy. I mean. I met him at Slabtown not too long ago. Untapped, it just says Ben, so I don't okay. know. But um, anyway, do all that stuff. We love you. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week for the final Fresh Hop episode of the year with the gigantic Last Simcoe and the Sun Fresh River. Hop Strata from Sun River as well as day 29 or 30 of Beer of the Week, depending when we record it. Um, Okay, that's it, and we'll see you guys next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 